Welcome to the Thirst World Problems Podcast, where we talk about drinks, current events, music, and more. Now, here's your host, Nick Dugall, and his panel of experts, B, Bell, and the infamous Doc. This is Bell coming at you from behind the mic on Thirst World Problems. And today, today, I've got my usual crew with me. I've got my boy B. What's up? I've got the talented Nick Dugal. Going on, everybody. And we have that voice, that name that you've heard for so many, so many episodes. And now you're actually going to be able to hear this man speak. We've got the doc in the building as well. What's pop? What's pop? How is your big return? That's it? What's pop? After all these years, you could have came up with the craziest intro. You just gave us what's pop. Not even what's pop, and just what's pop. I thought that's why you went away was to work on your mic abilities, and that's what you came back here with? Bro, I'm a dad now. Things change, you know? Can't be so crazy anymore, you know? Gotta be tamed. What do you mean? What's so crazy? Gotta be role model for your kids now, man. Hey, can I ask ask you a question? We were talking the other day about uh, Evander Kane with his whole bankruptcy. Do you have any Evander Kane stories? I do have a couple, but, you know, the guy's already down and out already, guys. Well, you got to kick him where it hurts, man. So this is a perfect time to tell that story. Well, this, is not, this is not to be something that just ruins his career or something, right? Like, well, I don't, I don't think the story... This be something funny. Career. Yeah, yeah. No. Okay. So so when he was playing for the Jets, obviously, he went out a lot, right? But obviously, I have lots of friends in the entertainment business that works at the club, servers, whatever it is. And the biggest, biggest thing that everybody, everybody talked about was every time Kane went out to any club, he didn't want to pay for bottles. He wanted everything <laughs> comped. No, no, I'm being serious. He wanted everything comped. He never wanted to pay for anything. Which is true. That's true. Right? Obviously, he thinks he's a big, big shot, right? Like he's a celebrity, right? Because he's a big NHL player. And also, I you know, heard that he would go to different restaurants like Moxie's, Earl's, and wouldn't want to pay his bill, would want to try to get the managers to comp comp him every time he went out there to eat because he thought like you know he showed up and and all this stuff but um those are the stories when he was playing here at the chats but um did you comp him once did you ever buy him a drink or anything or did you just tell him to fuck off no i like i would see him out at the clubs all the time but i would be i would never i never drank with him no i only drank with one uh one of the jets uh the goalie what's his name Pavlik. just super nice fun guy like easygoing you know didn't think he was like a big shot or, you know, all that stuff. Okay. If you never drank with him, did you ever gamble with him? I gambled in the same table with him. It was that shark club. It was a blackjack table. There's only like, I think at the time there was only like two, but one was open. Obviously I wasn't going out. I was doing like a hundred dollar. That's this guy was going like 2k bets higher. He was going five. At one point I think he went to 10, but I couldn't handle it. There's so many people around. It was just, I think he just likes that. You know what I mean? Like, cause it was, it's a small town. And I think he just liked that. And once, I think once he left, he realized that he's just a. You don't get that anywhere else. Right? You don't get that. Yeah. You unless you're a, anymore. unless you're a legit superstar, 50 goals <laughs> a season type, you know? Yeah. But even if you're that type of player, you're not going to be doing what he's doing. On a regular basis. You know, like you I mean? gotta be like a Sidney Crosby to get that anywhere. 
Right. Winnipeg, you'll get it if you're like a main player, right? Yeah, even if you're a third string, you'll get that. <laughs> right. But anyways, you, I know you, I don't. You 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 could be the bench player. You'll still get you know yeah, as long true. as long as you're a Jets player, you'll you'll get cheated better. It's crazy. Little trade that happened. James Harden going to the Brooklyn Nets. We got uh, Oladipo going to the Rockets. You got um, what's his name? Uh, who else is going there? Who else is on that team? We got Levert going to the Cavs. What are you guys' thoughts on that whole four? Well, no, Levert's going to the Pacers. My my mistake. Levert to the Pacers. That's right. And Jared Allen you... to the Cavs. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's their best defensive player. The Nets just gave up their best defensive player. Yeah, well, because you know but you know what? Hey, what's so funny? He, he 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 could he could get a crazy contract like Ruby Gobert. There you go. The reason right? why the Nets got rid of him is because he's up <laughs> for a new contract next season. And you think yeah. if Rudy Gobert is going to get that disgusting contract, you don't think he's going to try to get that, bro? No, no. Team yeah, Rudy Gobert is a multiple-time defensive player. <laughs> that yeah, but bro, he but for for what for what he's getting paid. That's ridiculous, man. So two defensive player of the years and his team hasn't won nothing, hasn't gone anywhere in the playoffs. So you think he's worth $35, $40 million a season? Yeah, but yeah, but is that not every other shooting guard that gets a contract and only one team can win every year? Is that not the same thing? So you want to pay $40 million to a player that, that gets maybe 10 and 10? And he's not yeah, like but, he doesn't change. Yeah, but, he doesn't change yeah, the but, game. Just because oh, just because you're doing those guys don't change the game. They they change the no. game on things that aren't on the stat sheet, though. You have to think about that, right? Like thirty points a game doesn't do anything for me. Like if you lose every game, right? What if he's the one who's keeping them in all the games, but it's not the points? He doesn't have the best jumper, but is he going to change every single shot that comes in the paint? Yeah. So I don't know. It's the Shaq thing, or you know, Shaq's controlling Rudy Gobert like nonstop. Okay, but that, that like was pretty Shaq, funny. I don't know, but Shaq's way different, bro. Oh, Shaq's Shaq, Shaq dominated. Yeah, Shaq, like Shaq dominated. Like Shaq put up like thirty at twelve, no problem. Like it's it's way different, bro. From a Shaq Gobert, perspective, yeah. Like go he hey, listen, never listen. I would say DeAndre Jordan Johnson's as good as Gobert. DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Johnson, man. Yeah, Jordan. Right, he he gets you know ten twelve rebounds. He has his two three blocks. He puts all he does is just do put it, put back dunks and and you know roll to the hoop dunks like Gobert does. What what else does Gobert do? See, but all you're focusing on, B already broke it down for you. All you're focusing on is the offense. No, no, I, I no, I, I what I'm trying to tell you is, so do you think forty million dollars for this guy is worth it when you could take forty million dollars and pike it? Basically, Doc is saying, could you get another player like that? For a lesser amount. For that amount of money, I really think that's like Joker level. You know what I mean? Triple doubles. He's putting up numbers. If you're signing a guy who's just all defense, I think that's way too much. I get it, but but Joker's not as good of a defensive player as Rudy Gobert is, though, right? Yeah, but Joker makes a big difference, man, in the game. That's exactly what's happening. I think, I think what it comes down to is which player is in which market at which time to sign at what time. You know what I mean? In a perfect world, I could be like, well, I only want to give this to Giannis, but if the Jazz pass up on paying Gobert... Who are they gonna? Who else are they gonna get, man? Right, you have to pay. I think that's what comes into it too, right? So well, like, it, the look, price look, gets inflated. 
Look at everyone in the league when it comes to centers. Who's a center that they actually go through except for Denver? Yeah, there's no, not many teams right. that do that, right? So maybe AD. Yeah, but yeah, AD. I guess yeah, you can you're calling him a center, but... yeah. right? But I mean, is it's it's a it's a pure guard league, and centers are secondary, right? But that's so, why he might be that valuable, though. Yeah, but those but then, guards coming in, no team has a stopper. But now, when you have a guy like Jared Allen, who's putting up pretty much the same numbers as Gobert, he's going to expect that same money. Like the rebounds and blocks are not going to get you that championship, realistically. It's your guards that are going to get you that. Well, it's a team composition too, right? Like the Jazz are set at other positions, right? I know, but you guys have to understand the league's change. Remember okay, remember back in the early 2000s with, uh, when Tom McCullough got that big contract? Yeah, look at how the game's changed in the last 10 years since, since Curry came in. Everybody shoots 33, 43s a game. It's all jump shots. Right? It's all fast-paced. It's not like how it was back then where you you walk the ball down, you set up a defense, you throw the ball into the post. So, yeah, back then, you know, guys like, you know, McCullough and big right center. Yeah, right. It, it was <laughs> a big difference. Right. But you're right. Utah's a small market. They have a good player that they want to keep, so they have to overpay. Makes sense, right? Well, the other part of that so, is they, that allows that allows him to have the ball, right? It allows their guards to have the ball. You're not worried about giving him all that offense and he's changing it from a different side. We keep focusing only on the offensive side of the ball. But if you're talking about more shots going up, so then you only have to put one guy down there to get the rebounds that maybe you normally yep. put two guys down. You don't have guys getting little putbacks against them. You don't have guys driving the lane and doing the same things that they used to do. What's interesting about this trade that's happening out with the Nets and we're saying moving these other pieces and how happy like Levert should be and how happy Allen should be about going to these new places because now they have the potential to get a contract. We forget that they had a shot at getting a championship on a team. They basically established they were, they were, they came up as low level players, slight picks that happened to be on that team. They ended up playing super well to allow the Nets not to have to trade for any big pieces or not to do anything while still having fans come because they were outperforming their expectations. And then the moment these guys get put on and superstars start to come in, they were think about what the Nets had before Dimwitty got hurt. They had two superstars, like we said, top 10 players come to a team with an already established young core without having to lose any of them, without having to lose any of them. So they could have gone on a, on a year run, at least maybe two years, because maybe you take the discount if you win the championship without losing any of that young talent. And now you can trade those pieces away and you have your superstars and you're going to be bringing picks in all of a sudden. But Dimwitty gets hurt. If things happen, Kyrie and Kevin Durant were already, you know, they were already going to be managed as they were turning back and getting into form. So now they felt like they needed to go out and get a little something else and they trade away all these guys. Think about, just think about it from a human perspective of these guys who had a chance to get a championship. Now you've got one on Indiana, so they've got to play in the East. Well, I guess they all both stayed in the East, right? So the Cavs, Indiana, you've got to play against these guys. You don't get any of the shine if these guys win the championship despite what you help do and help bring this team the city on the map and now you're forgotten. So I don't know if they're looking at it as such a great opportunity. They'll get more minutes and they'll get more personal stats, but 
their chance for a championship might not come for another five, 10 years again. Well, think about what you just said, right? Like, for example, Nick and G are saying that, you know, all these other guys who are throwing up these numbers and stuff are getting paid. Cool, right? Whatever. But now you can see how how useless that pay is going to be because these guys like Karis LeVert, amazing player, um, is going to be going to this market. He's going to get up 20 shots a game and they're going to pay him. So does that pay that he gets really mean anything? Or does the pay on the Jazz where they have every other position ready to go, shooters, Bogdanovich, Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell for the points, and now you pay for this contract to make sure your defense is anchored, I would argue that that money actually is spent better than it is on one guy so that he can shoot 30 times a game. The doc didn't want no part of that, man. See, the doc didn't want no part of that. Bill, what you're saying is you're upset that the Nets had something and they got rid of something in order to get a top five player, which is very rare to get. No, that's not what I'm saying. I've never said I was upset at all. What I'm saying is... Think Why are you so upset, man? <laughs> think about it from the player's perspective is all I was saying. I was saying, think about if you were one of those guys and what happened to you. I'm not talking about the business side of it. I'm talking about from a player side of it because we're ballers. We're guys who have played. Think that's part of the game, though, man. But listen, that's part <laughs> of the game. You, do you think that's what they're saying? <laughs> you think that, hey, man, Dude, it's part of the guy, game. That, guy, that's part of the game, man. If you're, if you, you could be a really good player that gets treated once a year, man. You could be one guy who's not, you're not really trade bait. So you literally stay with that one team for a while. So what's the balance, right? So guys like that, in order for you to get a top, like top five player, dude, any organization would do it in a heartbeat. Guy like James Harden comes once in a while, man. I I disagree, man. I think that was a bad trade. The main guys, they want to be the main guys, okay? And why do you think Durant left? Going to state. He was there. He was never the guy. He he should been. He should have been the guy, but he was never the guy. That was Stephen Curry's team, right? Why did he left? Right? These guys are all like the main guys. So all these guys want thirty shots. They want to control the ball. So it's gonna be curious. Like it's just gonna be crazy how you're gonna give three dominant. Only ball one guys. ball, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Kyrie is pure dominant. Kevin Durant could could move around, right? Kevin Grant is not that ball dominant, but James Harden is pure ball dominant. So how, how are you going to figure that out, right? Three of the top 10 players for usage, as far as like having the ball in their hand, they play for mm-hmm. the Brooklyn Nets. Is that number one, yeah. two, three, or is that in the 10? <laughs> it's in the 10. So it could be, it cool. could be uh, eight, nine, 10, but you got three of them on the same team. I actually like this trade for Brooklyn from this standpoint. And it's kind of what you were talking about there, Mr. DLC. You're talking about, how we don't know what's up with Kyrie. Here's what I don't understand. And this is one thing I haven't really heard anyone say or think about is we went through the season in with Kawhi Leonard, right? We had him missing games. We had other guys stepping up. Kawhi is all about load management. We're talking about this with our superstars, right? Load management, load management. Kyrie missed, what, four, five games, maybe? Maybe. So look, they don't even need Kyrie until a couple months before playoffs. So if he wants to go off and do whatever else, Maybe you talk about, I don't know, a little back-end deal where he doesn't give us a little bit of... Yeah, money. but that's not how a team is built, man. We just saw that last year with the Clippers, man. You you do that, and you try to turn it on and off, and you're going to have the biggest collapse. We just saw the biggest collapse in the Clippers. If these nets collapse like that, they'll never hear the end of it, man. The I'm telling you right though, now. 
The difference, though, is you have KD and Harden there right now. That's supposedly going full time, right? And now you sprinkle in your Kyrie when he gets his head straight. So I don't. Think yeah, but the but the bad. reason, but the main reason why that trade happened is for KD to stay with the Nets. That's basically it to show that the Nets are willing to win. It wasn't really about. I don't think they thought about hey, James Harden. He's going to be ball dominant. It's like, hey, we need another big name here in order to figure out what's going on with Kyrie and in order for KD to stay for next year. Why? Isn't his contract guaranteed? He has a, he has a player option for next year. Oh, okay. You know what's same interesting? With, Sorry. Same with Kyrie. Another interesting thing about that trade and something that a lot of people are saying that's part of the reason why Brooklyn got uh, Harden and went out in the Harden sweepstakes is the reports are coming in now that the owner, what's his name, uh, Furtada, right? Like uh, the owner, Houston owner. Mikhail Provov, man. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> didn't want to deal with uh, Daryl Morey. He just had it outright said he's not going to the 76ers. He's not going to put Harden back with... Uh, Maury because of the way things ended between the two of them. Simmons was in that package and they were offering Simmons. Oh, James Harden in Philly would have been, I think that would have been uh, close to, they probably would have went to the finals to be honest. You because you were playing, well, well, you got to think about it, right? James Harden, like we, there's a lot of negative hate put on James Harden's name because you know, there's just certain things, the way he plays, the way he maneuvers. We've never seen anyone score the ball ever in the history of the NBA like James Harden with being in the top five in assists basically every single time with that. So you sure his usage is high, but that's the ideal replacement for Ben Simmons. You keep the assists and you draw and you put up 35 a game. So I think he would have been his skill set would have been amazing with the 76ers. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but no, no, I agree. You have Ben Simmons who doesn't shoot the ball or doesn't need the ball. He just wants to, you know, be a team player, right? And yeah, it would have been perfect situation, right? If you look at James Harden, I would never want to play on that team. Because we know this team, this is a playoff team. They're going to go fairly deep in the playoffs. What is going to happen to them in the playoffs? Let's say all three are healthy that they don't win the championship. Because I think they're going to coast through the East. Maybe the Celtics might have something to say. But what's going to happen to them that they're going to lose here if they do? Because I'm assuming that's what you're thinking. I just think that there's just the three guys that you said, Bell, three top 10 usage, right? And it's just too tough. It's just way too tough. You understand what I mean? Like, I think that's why Westbrook and Harden never gelled. Um, cause, Har- cause Westbrook is pure ball dominant as well. I think, I think, uh, it worked out in, with Katie and, and Steph because, you know, nobody on that Golden State Warriors team was ball dominant. Uh, you know, everybody just sort of shared the ball. But if like I watch Houston's game, it's just so boring because all this is James Harden dribbling up the ball, getting a high screen and doing a whole bunch of dribbles and then shooting it or driving to the net or, make one pass and then that's their offense. Yeah. But I think, I think we're, we're kind of just looking at the negatives of what, what could happen. Right. I think, yeah. 
we just have to wait and see and who knows what could happen because you got to realize a lot of teams are probably like, holy, we got to step up our roster now, right? The Nets are, are the Nets are serious. Everyone's got to take the Nets seriously now, right? You got Boston, you got Milwaukee, you got... The and they Kings. were already taking them serious, right? They were already all probably the number one coming out of the East. What does this do? That's right. It's it's a it's just a momentum swing. The, I think the nice thing about it is you don't have to play the two guys together. You can balance it out, right? KD can do his own thing. Harden can do his own thing. So, especially for a guy like Nash, a lot of pressures on him. But the fact that he's got two top five players in the league ready to uh, you know ready to attack, I think that makes a huge difference for him. A little bit easier for him too, right? What do you guys think about Houston trading away Levert and taking the picks as opposed to keeping him? To be honest, I didn't really see that coming. I thought they would want him because Oladipo went there, right? To Houston. That's right. So like, I know Oladipo, great player, you know, a couple of years back before he got hurt, he was amazing. But Karis Levert, even from last year when, you know, he was getting a lot of playing time, he was, he was lighting the NBA on fire last year. So I would have thought that they would have wanted to have a Karis Levert, but I, so I was a little surprised that they didn't want him. Between the two B, between the two B, who would you keep? Levert or would you keep uh, Oladipo? I want Levert. As as a team that that wants to be like that actually wants to win games and, and contend, who would you put on the line there? Would you are you like Levert just because I th- I think they're about the same. I just think Levert's upside's higher. No, I, I I I agree, I agree with you, B, because I think the only difference with with the with the two guys is Oladipo has done it for several years now, right? Carlos Carlos Levert hasn't really had the playing time. He really hasn't really you know been given. Um, the chance to shine, like he he did well last year, right? Because Kyrie uh, sat out, so he sort of took 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 charge. But if you're talking about who who they could rely on and trust more, is obviously Oladipo because he's put up he put up 25 plus, no problem in the last what three, four, five seasons, right? So he's more of a a known entity as compared to Karis Levert, who had a a good run last year when Kyrie was out and. And KD was old and right. So, but yeah, you're right. Like Karis Levert has a lot of upside. He's much younger, but you just don't know. It's tough to say just because him being on the nets last year, he just had the freedom to do it. Right. And I think that's where mm-hmm. he kind of showed mm-hmm. his potential, but now he might not be able to handle being a second or third guy. Like look at uh, Siakam right now. They wanted him to be the guy. He's not de- delivering. Once you get the, once you get the keys, it's, it, I think it's tough for a lot of people to handle. So. So do any of you guys right now have the Nets not coming out of the East? Not coming out of the East. How can you not? That's it. Even with the just KD and Kyrie, that was that seemed like that was going to be so, enough. So. so the Nets coming out of the East seems like we all have that because there's just too much firepower. They're not going to step on each other's toes too much. There's just, there's just too much to get there, right? So once they're there, they're inevitably... I think the Clippers and the Lakers, the Lakers being one, the Clippers being two, are probably the two teams, again, that we're looking at here. Uh, maybe an outside Denver situation, right? Maybe think, the Mavericks. Think don't think so. I think you're forgetting about Denver. Portland, Portland I, I think, like, can, can do it. but I feel like Denver doesn't get looked enough. 
They got they yeah. got every all the tools and everything, man. They're I think their team was is a little bit better now than it was last year. So does any team lose to the Nets? Any of those teams? Denver probably loses to the Nets. Healthy. Yep. The Clippers probably lose to the. The only thing is the Lakers. Does does the Lakers off season moves? Montrez, Schroeder, you know these guys. I think that I think the Lakers have the edge still because of those role players and them knowing where they are, right? Because these guys still got a mesh, man. We saw this with the Clippers. Didn't happen, right? And it's happening right now where these guys are sitting out. Kyrie's sitting out, right? Personal issues. And you know this is not the end of it. There's going to be games, stretch of games, where some of these, both of these guys are out. And, you know, James Harden, obviously a little bit overweight, right? We've seen the jokes <laughs> and stuff like that. But what if all of this stuff, what if this stuff doesn't materialize, man? We've seen it before. This is my favorite James Harden because... He just he just reminds me of me. He can be overweight and still play. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Thirst World Problems Podcast. For more exclusive content, follow us on Instagram at Thirst World Pod. Make sure to subscribe, like, and share.